Pimelo Mudine on SAFM. Six minutes after two o'clock on Life Happens, and we come to what we call the Men's Forum here, which is usually for about an hour. And this is where we welcome your calls, your comments. It's usually quite a heated debate as well that follows that. And we uh, open it up to men to discuss all stuff related to men. I think today's is going to obviously be slanted towards gender-based violence, um, knowing that the country yesterday launched the 16 Days of Activism campaign and all quarters are doing their bit in this particular light. So we've decided to invite today Siloma Kagangube, who is an actor and activist as well, who has launched his own program for 16 Days of Activism. He joins me now on the line. Good afternoon, Silo. Welcome to the show. Good afternoon, Pamela, and good afternoon to the... Um SAFM uh, listeners. You've launched your own program, 16 Days of Activism Against um, Violence Against Women and Children. Why did you decide mm-hmm. to do that? Look, um, you, you know, you, uh, you wait for government to help you to do these things, but they never pitch in and you are constantly hear that uh, they are, in fact, there's money to be, you know, to be disbursed in order to deal with the scourge of violence, but it never comes to help you do the problem. And I just thought, hey, you know what? If you can go and, you know, according to the government, there's nothing that you'll get done. Mm. And you'll constantly find yourself suffering uh, silently inside, mm. you know. Um, and so that is why I decided to do this, um, you know, uh, program um, involving my son with it. And it's a father-son campaign that I proposed, mm-hmm. you know, to even, like, there was an application that I sent to NDA. They never came back to Norway. They told me that they would give me an allocation. I had been waiting since what? Whoa. Since forever. Since June. So- you know, um, but yeah, that is that. So I decided to start this uh, father-son campaign because I have been having conversations with my sons. I think as far back as my eldest one, mm-hmm. you know, when um, you know I, I started dealing with a situation where I discovered that he had four girlfriends and he had me on the other side. I had four children with four different women, and I started engaging my son on that aspect of you know what, what is it having multiple partners, mm-hmm. you know, and not basically not dealing with AIDS as such, but basically dealing with it from, you know, social behavior side, Mm -hmm. you know, and just showing him because I realized, you know, here I was in a situation where I hadn't been raised by my biological father, was raised by my stepfather, but, you know, there was something that kept on, you know, knowing at my, um, at at, at my, my, you know, my mind, and the fact that you know when I looked at my siblings, they were they looked like my grandfather, like my uh, stepfather, and uh, I didn't look like anybody else in the house. And as a child, that bothered me, you know. And I think when I grew up, I just said to myself, I will make sure that uh, I look after my children. You know, so and whereas, go ahead, go ahead. W- w- one of the issues here, and I think. Part of why we are, I mean, I, I asked the question from yesterday and I, it's a con- conversation we're going to keep having here on the platform because yeah. at some point we need everybody's voice in this, is c- can we get to a point where we all understand what the problem is? Because it seems to me that there are so many different um, initiatives which are good. It's good that people are concerned. 
initiatives yeah. that are going around and there's some money that's been thrown by those who do have it and so on but we're not we're mm-hmm. not we're not seeing results we're not seeing favorable results instead what we're seeing is an increase right so i'm i'm mm-hmm. curious about what it is that you thought was at the root cause of, of what you want to do. And perhaps it speaks to what you were talking about when you started your conversations mm-hmm. with your son and you you yeah. thought to yourself that, you know, mm, he's got four girlfriends, it's not quite okay. Talk to me about mm-hmm. why you thought, and, and I don't want to preempt the answer, mm-hmm. why you thought there was a problem in that. Because for me, it's understanding whether we are all on the same page about what the problem is that I think is going to get us somewhere. You know, what is coming, um, what we are, everybody is seeing is the physical violence and the killing of, uh, you know, the physical killing of somebody. But what we don't realize is that, you know, and I came to that conclusion after observing my environment and also looking at, you know, the interactions that I had with the mothers of my children. Mm-hmm. And... Uh, and I saw their pain. Did yeah. you? So, so, so this oh, yeah. is the this is the thing, right? So, I'm I'm probably going to ask you obvious questions, um, and okay. and and there are going to be obvious maybe to one person and not so much to the other because I don't think that we all see things the same way. So, mm-hmm. for somebody, they would easily say. What? Having four girlfriends? I mean, <laughs> great. <laughs> you know, you, you actually pat yourself mm-hmm. on the back. You go around and telling your friends. Oh, I, mean, and, I would have said, exactly my point. So, so mm-hmm. that's the one thing that I want us to address because I'm trying to get to at what point did you think that was a problem in itself? And also you saying that you saw the pain in the mothers of your children. Did you see the pain and what made you see the pain? Because other people would say, what are you talking about? I mean, these people are, I'm fine. I'm supporting my children. I'm here. I'm alive. I yeah, know they yeah. exist. And, 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 I've acknowledged that they... Independent mother. Correct. And I've, I mean? I've acknowledged they exist. What's the problem? So I, I want you to yeah. help me see, um, for those who I think may see it differently. So what was, what did you see as wrong if others see it as okay to have multiple partners? Yeah, 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 here's the thing. I mean, you know, when I say I saw the pain in their mothers, and uh, we, 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 we trivialize it mm-hmm. by calling it baby mama drama, isn't it? Mm. Yeah, that's what you call it. You call it baby <laughs> mama drama. I'm just, I'm just alarmed that you see that. So, so. You know what I mean? Okay. And I came to realize that what I, what everybody else, t- uh, what is the term as baby mama drama, mm-hmm. it is the pain. You know, Vimelo, you know, I mean, I have been fortunate in the sense that I have been able to reflect on my life at given intervals. Mm-hmm. And when I dealt with my reflections, really, and, and, and I had every reason to find wrong in the other person. Mm-hmm. But I didn't care. I, I, I actually sort of like said, paused and said, no, 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 no. What is it that I'm doing? You know, and looked at, into my own actions. So what got and you to I the point at, where you had to reflect? Uh, you know, reflection comes at its own given time. Okay. You, you, don't, you can't even predetermine it. Mm-hmm. You know, and maybe even, and sometimes I'm sure it might have come at a time at a height where 
I had had maybe this uh, conflict with uh, the mother of my child, and I was like, you see, and, and oh, I love, I love this one. I must say this one mm-hmm. because when you are dealing with that, you know, the problem is that she still wants me. She mm-hmm. still wants me. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And it is so, so. I don't know how to. There's no word, but I. But it is just such a a a, a weak thing to say. But I guess maybe when you say it, you 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 actually give yourself some comfort, you know. But here is the truth: this woman that you have left with a child, you know what I mean. And when you are now hopping onto another, and I see this with my granddaughter. I guess maybe also that is another thing that is enhancing this. Mm-hmm. And I saw this with my granddaughter. You know what I mean? When a woman has got a child. It is a 24-hour occupation. Hmm. It is a 24-hour occupation. And sometimes, as guys, we even have the latitude to say when money is needed uh, at the end of the month, but you will be able to go and buy yourself a beer or even take your girlfriend out or your new girlfriend out. And uh, for me, it is like, you know, I started... See, either I did a show called Abu Baba. That was a show that actually made me realize that. Mm-hmm. You know, and, and I think if ever we are going to be solving this uh, problem, female, uh, um, we have got to be sincerely and honestly reflective of our own actions. Look at our own individual co- uh, contributions to things. Leaving a child with a mother, it's invisible violence. You're actually in harming the mother and the child at the same time. And I had also a situation where now one of my children came and joined into my life 20 years later. Mm. I've been spending the past, the past 17 years trying to help this, this boy of mine heal. Hmm. Ah, I mean, we, we've so, got to get real here, Kimmel. We so, really have got to get real and talk things as they are. So yesterday... What we were hearing mm-hmm. um, from many um, who, who who made it their business to call and at least uh, reach out on WhatsApp as well, were saying, no, we are not discussing the problems men have that make them do what they do. Talk to us about that. What's your view on that? We are not discussing the problem. The thing is, as much as, I mean, I think maybe, you know, considering there are different mental illnesses, there are times where people do things they don't know what they're doing. But in general, we are doing things that we know, that uh, the things that we know, we are doing them. Because we have different kinds of motivations. And also because we don't actually, we also don't want to look at how the environment allows that to happen. We get to do things because, you know, they, they are, you know, because we can do them, actually. You know, you have more than one girlfriend because you can do it. And you, sometimes you have more than one girlfriend and the other, or, or, or an extramarital relationship, and the woman would be knowing that they are the side chick. And because you can do it and it can happen. And sometimes we don't want to discuss all those things that we are in control of the destiny that we want. We want to blame it on other people. <laughs> so until we actually own up 
for our own actions. And that is what has happened. You know, I mean, as far back as 1984, when I dealt with my propensity for violence, you know, was only up to my own actions and not saying you make me. You know, when you say people are not discussing the problems that men are having, what is your problem? Don't discuss the problem according to other men. What is it that you have? Because if we are going to be honest, Pimelo, I don't know how many gatherings I have been, and you ask in that gathering, how many men have been abused? Very few hands go up. Mm. Or how many men have been abusers? They actually don't even come up. And then you ask, how many women in this hall or whatever have been abused? The whole, I mean, maybe 99% of the whole raise their hands. Mm. What does that say? Did these women harm themselves? And on one hand, there is no man who actually has raised their hands to say they have been, they have abused, you know? And I think we got what, what we need to actually discuss. There are times when I, mean, I remember saying we are busy signing pledges and petitions. Maybe what we need to start, start signing is confessions, hmm. owning up to our own actions and beginning a process of redemption. I mean, at the moment, even sometimes when people talk about people who have been perpetrators, people don't talk about them as human beings that can change. You know? Listen. For me, it is time that we talk about is it possible to change? And I know it is possible. Let's open the lines a lot. Let's see if people agree with you. Let's see if they, they want to challenge where, where you are coming from. Let's see if people are willing to, to open that up, um, that, that self-reflection that you're speaking about. 011-714-2006. WhatsApp note is on 0614-104-107. Let's have the conversation. WhatsApp voice notes on 0614-104-107. Hi, Pimelo. So I, I, I'm, a, I'm in a bit of a position. My ex-wife doesn't want me to see my daughter, spend time with my daughter during the weekends, have her visit me. She comes with, uh, comes up with all sort of stories, gives me meanders every time, never gives a straight answer. Last uh, altercation I had with her, she said she, uh, she's, not giving, she's not granting me access to the child because I'm seeing someone else. And she doesn't want that she doesn't want a child around that person uh, prior to that she said i'm not having the child because my siblings are around she doesn't want the child around my siblings and my sister took care of the child while, while i was married to her my sister has got a bond with the child but she doesn't want that so i'm i'm honestly battling to understand what the problem is I'm supporting the child, I'm paying school fees, I, I, I buy foods for the child, I buy clothes for the child, but she's still resisting. And uh, I've tried taking it to court, but I just abandoned the case. It wasn't worth it. I, I travel a lot. So, due to business, so it's not worth it. I'm just, uh, and I decided just to use emotional intelligence, let it play itself out. When the time is right, the child will find, will find its way to me. Thank you. 
All right, so Selamagagangu is with us on the Men's Forum today, sharing his thoughts and ideas about what needs to be done to just curb the scourge of gender-based violence. He's got a program that he started um, for 16 days of activism against gender-based violence, and it's an open conversation. It's going to take us anywhere you want it to take us, 011-714-2006. So, look, you heard the voice notes. Your comments on that? Yeah. You know, um, and, and uh, here... You know, I mean, basically, one would think because this guy got married uh, to to the mother of the child, things would actually happen differently. You know what I mean? And the thing is, when you look at it, it's pain to men. And one thing that we, that we don't want to actually even want to address is that when we are born to where we get to the point of adulthood. We only get prepared to be cogs in the economic machine. You get taken to school from grade one to grade 12, then you decide to tertiary education, become a doctor, nurse, whatever. And then thereafter, you know, you have spent, what, 12 years? Another four, to, you know, maybe doing a degree, you, that is 16 years. 16 years being prepared to be a cog in the economic machine. But the very thing that you're going to end up doing for the rest of your life, which is being a parent, being somebody's wife, you haven't been prepared for it. You, you can better solve work situation problems than you can your relationship problems. Because you are equipped with the tools to deal with the problems at work or of whatever profession or occupation you have taken. But you are not equipped with the tools to deal with your relationship. So, I mean, already there, you, you can see that there is two, these two mature people in the economic world, but terribly immature in their relationship world. They're behaving like children, mine, 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 mine. You know what I mean? And whereas when you come to the point, and I, I, I also always say, you know, that I never, I never married the mothers of my children, but they're connected with me for life because of the child. And for me, that just makes... I'm not sure what's happened to to your line. Let's try and sort it out in the meantime. Let me go to Howard. Sorry. Let me go to Howard in Johannesburg. Howard, hi. Primelo, how are you? I'm well. Thanks so much for calling, Howard. Thank you. I think this guy is a very. This is a very important topic. I, I didn't get your guest's name, it, but I, I think he, I think he's raising some very important questions. And I, I think one thing I would like to add. Well, maybe it's two, but mm. one thing is I think I, I've spent a long time researching and working in the world of men's and masculinities and mm. i think the challenge is also the language you use because mm. when we talk about men and the problems of gender-based gender-based violence it's always men as the problem and now when you are see yourself as a problem you are less likely to want to be be involved in the solution or the conversations that might lead us to a solution and and i wonder how can we shift the language that, that it creates a space where men w- want to willingly come and, uh, you know, add their voices and be a part of the change rather than 
feeling like they always need to defend themselves. Mm. Um, how would, uh, any thoughts on how you propose that language can be changed to perhaps well, what? Just just your thoughts. Well, I, I think it's that, you know, often what, what, what we find is that amongst the greatest abusers, if you look into their history, they themselves have been yes. abused. So they are, they are cast as a perpetrator, mm. which silences that, that, that trauma of experience in themselves. And I think unless we create spaces, and, and I really think it starts personally, with men being able to talk amongst each other um, where we suspend judgment and, uh, mm. you, you know, that thing. And, and men are able to talk about the pain in their hearts because in, until they're able to address that pain, how are you able to try and uh, empathize with the pain in another? Mm. Um, and the other one I think is very important. I spend a lot of time uh, researching the Kualuko, the, the rites of passage amongst the, the Amatosa and uh, they, you know, there are many of, of the indigenous communities that practice it mm-hmm. here. Mm-hmm. And I wonder if there's not something in those rituals, those passages. Uh, you know, for example, when a, when a boy comes back from the mountain, mm-hmm. he, you know, he, he's reintroduced into a community. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's, he becomes part of Amasaluka, which is a brotherhood of those who have been initiated together. So now you have an, an indige- indigenous institution that understands perhaps some of the psychology and the challenges of boys and men creating these indigenous, you know, these, these institutions where they move through life together as an age set. So now it then becomes incumbent on me and my brothers if I see one of ours falling foul for us first to take him aside and say, this is not what we were taught. This is not what we learned about manhood. How can we support you? to become a better man. Because I think, you know, pointing fingers at the individual is fine when it comes to the problem. But I don't see that being part of the solution, personally. Mm-hmm. Howard, interesting point. Thank you very much for that in Johannesburg. Tabo, your points in the Free State High. Oh, I, I waited too long. I, I, I remain with the one minute. And uh, let me try again to call you back because I've got uh, something lot in my hand, starting from the case of the Eastern Cape where a man mowed five of his children and the wife. Uh, my story is that uh, the problem I put, uh, the problem in the hands of the government, uh, you know, as you hear the story in this morning, the whole uh, Muda's operandi, they cut, he cut the cuts of, of, of the Sasa grant. It tells you now and when we go to the statistic, are you there? Are you still there? I'm very much Yes, when you go to the statistic, they say 40% of uh, people are not working. They mean uh, men are not he said he waited long and maybe we should do we should actually call him back so maybe we'll try to do that and then we'll get back to our conversation after the headlines with Nandika Bukas at 2.30 Pimelo Mutine on SAFM Thank you so much for staying with us. It's the Men's Forum and our guest this afternoon is Siloma Kikangube, an actor, an activist, and he started a new uh, 16 Days of Activism campaign that he was going to be reflecting with us on. And we open the lines to you as well, 011-714-2006. Before I, I get you to respond, Silo, to the previous call, I just want to read this um, SMS to you. And it says, your guest, mm-hmm. Wapapa, that's you. 
not every man <laughs> wants to stay without their children. Most black men don't stay with their children, and I'm pretty sure they want to be part of their children. Some situations made that, and men are uh, are scared to raise issues of domestic violence because uh, because. I'm, I'm not sure if I understand it correctly, but it says because mm. because by the caused. So they're afraid to talk about domestic violence caused by their partners. And that is somebody from, um, It's I think it's Mlwande in Stellenbosch. Your response to that? Mm-hmm. Look, I mean, uh, I don't understand. I think what, what he's saying he's is that saying. you are misrepresenting mm. the, the, the situation men are facing. And men are, are what? Uh, they, they just want. They do want to be part of their the, children's the, life. He says that they do want to be part of their children's. Uh, not every man who leaves behind a child does not want to be a part of their children's lives. Um, and some situations uh, are caused. And and also that men don't raise domestic violence caused by their partners as well. So they don't speak up. No, but the thing is, and that's why I said to Melo, I stopped looking at what the actions of the another are. Because if you keep doing that, you will never get to a point where you find first, first and foremost your own healing and forgive yourself for maybe lacking something along the way. And, uh, you know, I... So Lozline, I think, is giving us a bit of a problem. So lo- let's it? just shift, oh, shift one second. Let me just take another call while you sort that out. Marule, good afternoon. Good afternoon, Marule. Okay, we've lost Marule. Um, Temba, NPE, good afternoon. Good afternoon. Let's appreciate, man, Ubabat, for bringing such uh, 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 an issue to the fore in an angle that is very close to many of us. Mm. That's one. Mm. Uh, I now acknowledge and have been acknowledging the pain caused to women that uh, one left and got married. And uh, even today, Botsilo, I, I wish very good success for them. I always contact them at an emotional level. Mm-hmm. Uh, because I feel their pain. I feel the guilt at times. Mm-hmm. So I, I really understand the angle that you are coming with. And I know I am not wrong for motivating them for success in life. Mm-hmm. The second point to me, mm-hmm. I, I want Contralesa and all these traditional houses in provinces, man. You know, I am not sure what's going on there. Maybe we just took Amakosi uh, without supporting them with the necessary people uh, that understand issues that have to be taken forward. Mm-hmm. Look, we always hold these uh, family ceremonies. I have not heard Amakosi and traditional leadership saying part of each and every family when you stand in that sacred place, which you call Inkunja, mm-hmm. talk about these issues. In majority, you have got men that are sitting there. In majority, you've got men that are willingly listening and wanting to cooperate to any speaker that stand up in that sacred place, Ubusan. Mm-hmm. And that's an opportunity to talk to them about these issues. Mm-hmm. Because the, with this platform, yes, reaches out. But these people you would find, it's very difficult for them to be reached by this medium that we are using mm-hmm. now. Mm-hmm. I want to challenge Contralesa. I want to challenge Amakos and traditional houses and say, take the opportunity. Please help our society grow. 
use those platforms so that we talk about these contemporary issues, particularly the women abuse and children. Thank mm-hmm. you very much, Pumelo. Th- but th- thanks to Butsilo. Thank you so much, uh, Temba, there in PE. Silo, your, your response to, to uh, I think we, were, we had lost you there for a second. Yes, yes. I, I think basically maybe it was because I was, I'm used, I was using the, the Bluetooth headphones. Oh, maybe that that was also creating a problem. Okay. But I'm, I'm working handheld now. Mm-hmm. I, Howard mentioned a very important fact, and which is something that I discovered when I was doing coming uh, in what? In the 2000, mm-hmm. and uh, I, I, in my research, I went and spoke to somebody, though he was coming from the northern Sotho uh, culture, mm-hmm. and I asked them that you know this whole thing because it is claimed that uh, being violent and abusive to women it's a, it's it's in our African culture, and uh, the old man emphatically told me. Mm-hmm. That is not true. Mm-hmm. In fact, and just as Howard said, if a man does that, we call him aside, say, hey, Wena, is that what we went there for? Mm-hmm. We didn't go there. Mm-hmm. And because, and because oh, he also said, you know, I'm sharing with you things that are not supposed yes, to be spoken about. Yes, yes, yes. You know, you know what I mean? And, but here's the thing. When we go there, we actually get taught to be how better human beings we should be. And if you come out of there and you do things that, you know, mm. horrendous things, then we call you aside and say, is that what we went there for? And it is so true. And I guess, again, that says something. You see, because when you go into that space, you are actually not just going you know, uh, you know, like, for instance, just to be prepared to be a cog in the economic machine. Actually, you are taken there to be prepared to be part of a community, mm. part of that society. It's also become some, a, a form of social abuse. Learn the laws and the laws of your community. Mm. And uh, basically, I, I guess maybe also even being taught how to behave. One of the biggest problems in relationship, we don't know how to resolve conflict. We have never been trained to deal with conflict. And I mean, I could imagine that, for instance, even when people are going haywire on the radio, you will be able to address that and address it. You know what I mean? But you find that when you get home, it is almost it becomes even difficult to do that. So we get trained to be able to cope with life as it is demanded by the economics, but nobody teaches us the very, because, the, and, and you may spend very little time at home, the male, but it is the most working uh, quality time of your life that you spend. Mm-hmm. And you spend it not even knowing how to deal with it. Mm. So it is trial by error, you know, trial and error situation. Listen. I was saying to somebody that, the one thing that you get before you even complete the course is marriage. Everything to get a certificate, you must go and study for it. Mm. Hmm. That's such an interesting point. Let, let me go quickly to Marule. Marule, we've got you back, I hope, on a better line. Good afternoon. Yeah. Yes, afternoon, Pamela, and uh, afternoon to Zenlo. Afternoon, Marule. Uh, good afternoon, yes. Marule. Uh, yes, Zenlo. Uh, let me start by saying that message Pamela read of uh, a man who is saying we are Papa. 
Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I, I was listening to from you from the beginning. I I I I ninety eight percent agree with what you've been saying, and I also learned one thing: men should take responsibility. Yeah? We, we we shift. We run away from our responsibility, and uh, these ladies, as we're saying, we are leave them. We leaving them with stress, with a, a a a mental abuse, not physical one. Abuse where we're leaving the children, and when they they need us to take care of the kids financially and otherwise, then we, we are saying you frame it well to say we call it baby mama. It's a drama. That's not a drama. It's us running away from our responsibilities. And I'm going to say. As men, we need to take our responsibilities. And uh, it, it could be 2% of uh, ladies that could just uh, make drama. Most of the time, they are, they are coming after us because we are leaving them with stress. We go father children here and there and there, and then we, we say these ladies must mm. on fe- for themselves. And that is a, a big problem. Men should take responsibility. I, I totally agree with you. I was listening from the beginning up to now. And uh, that man will say, what Papa? Oh, Papa, and I must not run away. We must take responsibility as men. That is my contribution. Thank you. That's Marule there in Bushpark Ridge. Um, so there's a message that's come through that says, oh, so now um, having multiple partners means that you're responsible for gender-based violence? Oh, you are. You may not see it, but you are. Hmm. And especially if you have multiple children and basically you don't even have barking uh you know, maybe, I mean, for a person who is in a polygamous marriage, maybe, there's, you know, there's something different. But if you have multiple children and you actually even don't even have contact with their mothers, you know, that's violence. It's invisible and it's violence, you know. And, uh, and the, the thing is, you know, uh, that's why I say I learned to realize that, you know, uh, the baby mama drama was not just basically like baby mama drama. There's something more to it. I cannot describe, I don't have the the psychological qualifications to break it down, but there's something in there. Mm-hmm. And somebody who's maybe uh, schooled in psychology and analyzing that can better describe that. But I have seen the pain. I have seen that when uh, maybe refusing to see me to see the child, it's not just a refusal. There's something deep in there. And at that time, myself, I'm not even equipped to deal with that. It was only later when I, you know, had recognized that in the mother of my child and when she was, she would do whatever and I would say, I'm just, know I am here. When you're ready to talk about it, I am here. You know, this thing, this whole thing, it is not nice. And we've got to accept it, guys, or it is not nice. And the thing, if ever we want to do something, is to make sure that we educate our children I mean, this is why I'm having these conversations with my boys, so that they begin to see. Uh, and they, in fact, they themselves have seen the, the, the squabbles that I've had with their mothers. And I say, and in fact, I, I once told them that if you think that I am having these problems with mothers because I am bad luck, go and have a child with a girl and leave them and you will see. But the truth of the matter is that don't repeat what has happened to you. I thought by looking after my children, I am breaking the cycle because my biological father didn't look after me. But I realized with police who passed on when we had a discussion that that was not enough. And me and him, we discussed the issue of having multiple relationships at that time when he was 19. 
And here's something that when I was dis- dealing this with him, he comes back and he said, hmm. And what was you know. your and what was your response? And my resp- my response my response to him, I said, that, well, that is not your problem now, son. You know, you have got to do what is right. And I remember, I mean, you know, it was just a year before I went to 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 to, to the UK. And when I was in the UK, he calls me, and that year he had just started called DUT, you know. And he calls me, and he sends an SMS. I call him back, and he goes, uh, "You know, about this thing of having one girlfriend, uh, it doesn't work." <laughs> and I'm, when I thought, now you know, we are getting this thing all locked out. What is the problem? And you know what he said to me. He said, she said to me, what if she leaves me? Mm. And as, she, as he said that, mm. I went through my whole life at that time. And said, was I living with this fear all the time? Mm. You know? But then I'm in a situation now, I'm the father, I've got to come up with a solution now. Mm-hmm. You know? And I said, well, son, you know, if she leaves you, that is not your problem. Your problem would be after leaving you and when she wants to come back, what is it that you're going to do? But here is another thing. Are you going to allow another person's action be the ones that define your own character? Mm. Be defined by your own character. We are never taught, Timelo, to have a split barking model characters in our lives. It is sad, but there nobody, you know, it's like people telling you, you must concentrate. But nobody shows you how to concentrate. So it's, it's, I mean, there's a lot there. Thank you so much. We've run out of time. Mm. Thank you for your time. Thank you for such an eye opener of a conversation. And uh, that will be available as a podcast for everybody who wants to go back and listen some more. Thank you to everybody who's participated. I, I, I just want to say to Pimelo, if I can make it yes. quickly, I'll be streamlined, um, live streaming my conversations with my son mm-hmm. on, um, on, on my official uh, Facebook page. When will this be, Silo? Uh, well, we started yesterday, actually. We had glitches because of technical things, but, you know, we finally did one. Today we are having another one, and I'll be speaking this evening with Ndilega Mandela. What's the time? He's going to be part, I mean, he's going to be joining us, me and my son. What time is As we discuss issues. What time is the At 7 o'clock. 7 o'clock today. That will be on Silo Makiga Facebook page for that conversation that he's having with his son.